Alrighty. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of Top Rope Report here on Facebook Live, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me every week, as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nugster Greg, and Mr. 24-7. Guys, welcome. Hey, how are you guys doing this morning? Not much. Doing pretty well. So, Friday Night Smackdown is in the books. Less than one week from WrestleMania. Definitely looking forward to talking about that. But, I mean, you know, we're definitely going to be discussing Friday Night Smackdown. So, anytime you guys are ready, we can talk about the matches. Sure. Who's leading off, Trev? Greg, we'll have you start off today. Oh, of course. Um... No well, promo. I know. No, no, it's okay. No, it's all right. Um, well, I guess I can just get it out of the way. Um, it opened up with Cody Rhodes coming down to the ring. Um, and, and and I know I told Mike, I mean, I'm, I'm already getting sick and tired of seeing this guy on TV. Um, just next Tuesday, he's probably going to be on NXT um, promoting his match against Roman Reigns. Um, it, it's just, I mean, I understand they want to make him the face, um, but you know what, we'll get into that when we're talking WrestleMania, because um, <clears throat> right now we're talking SmackDown, and he had a one-on-one match with Ludwig Kaiser, um, once again, Giovanni Vinci was there, but um, Gunther didn't come down to the ring with them, which is typical of when it's just those two guys. And it was, I mean, it was a good match. Um, setting aside my personal bias of, of, of Cody Rhodes. Um, I mean, Ludwig Kaiser's, I mean, he actually looks like he's getting more cut. So he's obviously working out. It's a shame that they're not doing more with the tag team of Imperium that they were. Um... Because they're, they're very good together. Um, but seeing Kaiser, you know, wrestle, um, it wasn't a lot of outside ring shenanigans or anything. And it was it was a good, clean, crisp match. Um, I don't recall seeing the Cody Cutter, but I know he did Crossroads two or three times. Um, but it was a good match. It was entertaining. Um, it was a decent way to start off um, SmackDown. And, uh, yeah, and the the pop that he received when he came out, you know, when they do his song and then it gets to that, whoa, pardon everybody, you know, he does his little thing there. Yeah, that was probably one of the loudest pops he's had since he came back in, in a regular, you know, in a SmackDown or Raw setting. Um, don't know how much of that was manufactured by TV or not. I don't know. I'm still skeptical about that because we heard cheers and boos um, during the Thunderdome era of the pandemic. So, I don't know. Um, but I gave it overall a B. Okay. Um, yeah, I I kind of enjoyed the match. Uh, like you said, you know, those big guys are looking, looking better. You, know, you can tell he's been working out. I was kind of glad that there was no interference in this match. Just have the two guys go straight up one-on-one. I uh, I actually enjoyed watching this match. I did see a couple of, like you said, crossroads from Cody, which is obviously his finishing maneuver. And it was just a, 
a, a really for me it was an entertaining match. I, I enjoyed it. I gave it a B minus. Okay, DJ. I liked it. Um, I'm still not there yet, Odie, to where I'm getting sick of it. I'm still <coughs> all about it. Um, but I but I get your point. They are, you know, he's starting every show. He's on every show at least twice. So I get I get your point, and I can already see that it's probably going to get that way. Um, but I'm just set to see him win the titles, and I hope he does. So I came into this, like, expecting to see something good, and it was because – Kaiser's really good, and you know, to your point about the about Imperium, <clears throat> I feel like they got to split those tag titles up, and I and yeah. I feel like we, they can probably do some more with some of these tag teams that you know deserve to be, you know, doing more than what they are, you know. So <clears throat> yeah, definitely feel you on that. Um, but yeah, the match was good. Um, he held his own with him, you know, and if I'm not mistaken, I pretty sure. <laughs> He hit the Cody Cutter to win it. I think Kaiser, I think Kaiser, like, got out of the crossroads, like, the second or third time he tried to do it or whatever, and I think he did hit the Cody Cutter. But anyway, it was good, and it was a clean pin, and I gave the match a B. Um, yeah, it was, it was cool to start off. I was cool with it. Okay. After the match, we then went to um, Charlotte Flair coming down to the ring to, to cut a promo about her match at WrestleMania. Trev? Well, I mean, I think any promo for me, for me personally, I think any promo Charlotte does it is good. You know, she's good on the mic, you know, talking about her match, talking about what, you know, what's going to happen, what she's going to do. Um, but the more I... The more I think about it in the back of my head, the closer we get to WrestleMania, she's going to have a hard time with Rhea Ripley. I mean, Rhea is not the same one she was three years ago when she went against Charlotte. And it's it's going to be a, a hard-hitting match, I believe, you know, for the, female, for, the, for the females in the SmackDown Women's Championship. But I thought the promo was good. You know, certain ones, certain aspects of the promo, she got right to the point. I gave it a B-plus. Okay. DJ. Um, <coughs> yeah, Christian. I mean, I, you know, it was it was uh, typical, you know, Charlotte trying to be babyface promo. Because to me, even during this promo, I feel like she was like kind of more of heelish than she was a babyface. And she, well, I don't even know if she was trying to, you know. So I just feel like I don't like seeing her as a as a baby. But anyway, yeah, it was good. She was just saying what you know, saying all her stuff, and a lot of the stuff she's saying is over the past you know, few times. It's all been good. It's been cool. You know, it's all made sense. And you know, if this is how they're gonna, you know, lead up to the match, it's you know, kind of just promos, then. I'm cool with it. She's saying everything she got to say. Um, I kind of wish that it was more than just this. So I did. Well, I gave it a B, but I wish I could have went a little higher if something else happened. But we'll go B with it. Okay. I, I, I mean, I know they're trying to build, or I believe they're trying to build Charlotte and Rhea 
to be the possibly be worthy enough to be the main event Saturday night. Um, and so I understand that they're going to be you know pushing it, but this promo didn't do anything for me as far as making me more interested in seeing this as the main event for Saturday. Um, it, it, it was, I mean, it's same thing with, you know, Paul Heyman speaking for Roman Reigns. You know, that that's not doing anything. Her just coming out, talking about how good she is, how she's a four-time women's champion. Well, you know what? If you won the belt 14 times because you lost it 13 times. Um, yeah, that's a lot of title reigns, but, you know, it's... And and I totally agree with DJ. I told Mike this the other day. It's like, yeah, this was more of a, a like a heel promo. We don't need to know how good Charlotte Flair is. We know that. If you don't know that, then you're an Impact Wrestling fan, um, and you don't watch WWE. Trip, you got to get back on camera, man. There you go. Um, oh, it's okay. Um, I just don't want to disappoint our lovely fans to only see half of your face, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I didn't like this as much as you guys. I mean, yeah, she had a couple lines, you know, one um, that she, uh, what was it? Um, I will never apologize for continuing the greatest legacy in the history of this industry. Okay, I mean, you know, like she had a couple good lines, but I, I, I didn't enjoy this anywhere near as much. You know, promo's supposed to make you look forward to something, and this didn't make me any more interested in that match. I actually gave it a C. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see that. After that, we then went to a singles match of Rey Mysterio versus L.A. Knight. Uh, Mr. 24-7, you get to lead us off. Um, I mean, I was into it, you know, because Ray, because of, you know, his wife and daughter was there in the front row. I was into this and he was expecting some good stuff. Now, the only one thing that I, that I was like weird about, was, you know, I, you know, we all keep saying LA Knight, they need to have him win. Like he needs to start winning matches. He deserves to win matches, but it's like out of all matches, this is the one that I would think he should lose, you know, only because of how it was going. So while I'm happy he got a win, I was still kind of weared out. Like, yeah, this probably should have been one he should have been win. But anyway, the match itself, it was good. I mean, you know, nice and freaking good. Y'all know record great. So they did have a really good match. Um, you know, I think... Everyone and every, you know, I think I think everyone was expecting or waiting for what was going to happen after, you know. So it probably took the minds off of a lot of people for the actual match because it really was good. So if we're just going on the match here, I'm going B. Okay. Okay. So you're not. You're sorry. Thanks for tuning in. Oh yeah, got to say hi to Carol. You'll be single. Um. <laughs> so DJ, you're not you're not taking in the after the match effect in your grade, or are you grading at separate? I know Mike did as well. I could. I actually 
gave two different grades. Okay, then we'll so do I it. That, all right. Speech. Okay. Um, we'll do it separately. That's not because Mike did it separately as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, once again, confused by the LA, LA Knight booking, just as you are. Um, he loses a match last week that he should have won. Wins the match this week, which, I mean, should he won, should he have lost? Well, I mean, Dominic caused a distraction for Ray and, you know, caused a roll-up of death. Oh, my God. Um, and the LNAT won. He didn't get to use his finishing move or anything. So, I mean, is it really a win? Well, technically, yeah. But nothing to impress you with LA Knight. Um, but his in-ring ability with Ray Mysterio, they, once again, it was a nice, smooth, fluid match. Um, they worked very well together. I actually gave the match a B minus. Okay, Gar- Carol says hi, guys. Um, hey, hello. Yeah, the the Rey Mysterio LA Night match. You know, I agree with DJ. I mean, if you're going to have the guy lose a match, I mean, this would be the one you lose. You know, Rey Mysterio's on his way to the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, we'll talk a little bit about his his participation on Raw tomorrow night, but. I thought it was an okay match. Um, like Greg said, you know, I have the two different grades. I have what happened afterwards as well, but we'll, I'll get into that after uh, I talk about this. Well, but we're LA all going to be doing it after you talk about the match. Then we're going to okay. take the next segment. All right. Yeah, but L.A. Knight just, I mean, he's, he's a good wrestler, and he shouldn't really have had so many losses, and he looked good in this match. And, you know, beating Rey Mysterio could probably be a, a start for him, you know, winning some matches on SmackDown. But I just was surprised that Mysterio lost. They had Rey lose. And, you know, like I said, with this being so close to the Hall of Fame and WrestleMania and everything, I gave the match I gave the match a C+. Plus. I, yeah, C+. Plus. Okay. Um, then after the match, um, I guess we can consider a promo segment, whatever. Um, Dominic got on the mic, you know, started talking to his dad. Once again, I go first on this one, so I'm just going to continue on through. Um, so I'm talking about his dad being deadbeat and walking away. And then he addressed his, his mother and his sister, came down the barricade, um, started a little bit of insulting, called his mom a deadbeat mom. And then Aaliyah jumped up and got in his face, um... I don't remember exactly what he said to her. I don't know if I have it. Um, so you're too, uh, you're too stupid to do something. Or yeah, yeah, something like that. I didn't have the exact quote, but yeah. Um, I thought maybe at that point, because I didn't think they would ever. I mean, dad, father and son getting into a fight is one thing, but son putting hands on mom, that would that should and would never happen. Um, so I thought at that point, maybe one of two things were going to happen. Either Rhea Ripley was going to come out and threaten, um, I don't remember her name, um, the mom. Angie. Okay. And threaten Angie and then kind of one of those, Ed, you got to say I quit or we're going to do something to Beth Phoenix type deal, but, or... He was, maybe Dominic was going to get physical with his sister, maybe just like push her back, you know, like put his, you know, hand on her head and kind of push her back down into her seat. But he told his mom to just shut up, and that was it. Ray had it. Um, He came walking down, 
And I, once again, I expected maybe a little, you know, quote-unquote face-to-chest confrontation. Um, but no, before you could even say the word hiccup, he clocked him right in the face and, and Dominic went down. Um, and this was one of those things where I think we can tell that, I mean, between the storylines, between the bloodline and, and Dominic and Ray. Sometimes the long, slow buildup pays off in a big way, and this paid off in a big way. I literally clapped in my living room when Ray clocked Dominic. Um, setting up the match for WrestleMania between father and son, I actually loved this whole ending segment. I gave it an A minus. Okay, yeah, it was definitely a long time coming. I mean. When when he screamed at his mom, like Greg said, you know, when he screamed at his mom, that's when that's when Ray had enough. You know, that made me look like, hey, you can say or do whatever you want with me, but don't do that to your mom. Right. And you know, when he came out and punched him, and you know, he he dropped him like a bad habit. And I'm just looking at this. I'm glad now that they put this match on WrestleMania. In my opinion, I think it's going to be a tough one to pick, but. For our prediction show, I really I'm going to go back and forth for a couple of days on how I want to do this. But I really thought everything about this was great. It's about time that they had some physicality between the two of them. Ray definitely showed them, hey, you know, this is this is not the way we do things with, our, with mom and, and me and whatever. And he accepted his match at WrestleMania. I enjoyed it. I gave it an A minus. Okay. And Mister Twenty Four Seven. Yeah, this was, it was really good. I mean, um, you know, I kind of did expect something with mom and sis, um, something along the lines of what happened. Um, I think, I think the shut up part, you know, him getting loud and getting real close to them and whatnot, I think that's what did it. And I was, and I was okay with that, with how that part went. And just right down, man, I did the same. No, we, we clapped. We were, I was so happy, you know, because in the, like, I wanted it to happen, but I'm like, it hasn't yet, so it, I can't see it really about to happen, and then it did, I'm like, yeah, and the fact that he kind of stayed on the whole time, kind of cowering down the whole time was nice, um, <clears throat> so I, I loved it, man, it was great, and I can't wait, and Trev, you're right, I don't know, I, me either. This is like one of the only matches I don't know how they're going to do it because, you know, if Ray's done, or maybe not done, but about to be done, getting inducted, why would he not put his son over at Mania? That's the way I feel, but I think he should win to go out. I don't know. It's hard. That's why I think all this is good because now we're wondering, like, what the heck's going to happen. So, um, And the, the fact that, no, you said about, the slow build-up is what kind of it's making it good, and you're right. And I didn't really think of it in that way. And now that I see it, it's a good point. And I believe I have a B, but I believe it deserves a B plus for that. So I'll go B plus. Okay. <clears throat> um, after that, we then had a women's tag team <laughs> showcase qualifying match between the tag team of Shotzi and Natalia. And their opponents, Lacey Evans and Zia Lee. 
Trivia, the floor is yours. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, I was saying originally, you know, on the show a couple weeks ago, you know, what whatever happened to Lacey Evans? It's just like she vanished like a fart in the wind. We never, we haven't seen anything more from her. But teaming her up with Zia Lee, I don't really think that was a, a, a wise choice. I mean, Shotzi and Natty, I mean, don't get me wrong, Lacey's an experienced wrestler, but Shotzi and Natty, I mean, Natalia, you're talking a mainstay in the women's division in WWE. She's just, you know, you mentioned Natty, and it's it's like gold in the women's division. I really didn't care too much for this match. There was some high spots that I enjoyed, but, you know, the right team won, so they're going to be moving on to that uh, tag team uh, tournament. I just, I just gave it a C plus. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, DJ, go ahead. I, I, I wasn't into it. I mean, I'm not, I can't get into what they're doing at Mania. To me, it's just a waste of uh, a spot on Mania card. Because um, I feel like there's so much more they could have done instead of these, both of them, the men's and the women's one. Um, so, being that that's the case, you know, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Shane and Ronda, and yeah, technically we didn't know it while the match was going on, but I kind of in my head already kind of knew, yeah, they're going to be there and they're going to win in my head. So all this to me was just worthless. I'm not even looking forward to it. I'm going to watch it because it's mania and, you know, I'm watching it, but I don't really care to, you know. Lacey knocking out Shotzi there was nice. That was probably the only cool thing about anything. I gave it a C-. minus. And I'm just uh... okay. Um, I thought Lacey Evans hit Zia Lee. Maybe it was Zia. One um, of them. She hit her own. I thought. Not I remember them. I mean, I wasn't paying. I'll be honest. I wasn't paying a hundred percent to this match. It was one of the most yeah. least interesting match. Well, actually, the most the most least entering ma- interesting match of the night. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, okay, Shotzi and Italian, and Italian's got to got to be careful here, because <coughs> she's starting to remind me of Joan Rivers. Where every time I see her, there's something cosmetically changed on her face, her lips, or, or anything. Because she she's eventually going to start to look like you know Leatherface or something. Because every time you see her, she looks different. Um, yeah. You know, it, it it it's okay to age. I mean. Look at even Roman Reigns. He's got a little bit of gray in his goatee. That Uso's a little bit of gray in their goatee. I mean, Edge, you can tell that it's it's okay to age. Um, but, the, I mean, the pairing of Lacey Evans and Zia Lee is, is, is so just absolute randomness. Um, yep. God, I mean, Rick, why are you swearing at us on the holy day of Sunday? Right. Calling this gentleman, he swore at us. But welcome, Rick. Glad to have you on. Um, And, I mean, I kind of agree, but with what DJ's point of this being a wasted match, but, I mean, they're they're just trying to get as many people on the card as they can. Um, I don't know what else you would have done to, to get Lib Morgan. What, would you just have a tag match of Lib Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez against Shane and Ronda. Um, maybe these showcases would be better if, you know, 
the winner got a future shot at the tag titles. You know, make it mean something. Um, but I didn't. I didn't like this at all. Then when Shayna and Ronda came out afterwards, it, it was just like a train wreck on a train wreck because those once again they're in the school of don't give them a mic because it just makes anything everything they say just sound stupid. Um, and the weirdest thing about it is Shayna, who's horrible on the mic, was actually better than Ronda on the mic. So that tells you how this segment went. Um, I would have given the whole thing a C minus, but when Ronda and Shayna came out, I had to give it a D plus. Okay, Rick Del Santo, like I said, thanks for joining us. Rick is the host of the <coughs> PWP podcast, so definitely check him out. After that, we then had a contract signing for the um, triple threat match for the Intercontinental title with Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, and Gunther. Um, coming down to the ring, um, Mr. 24-7, you are up. All right. Um, for some reason, I don't know. It, it didn't, it didn't, like, excite me at all. Like, I guess, and I loved all three of these dudes. I love it all. I love them fighting. They're, you know, they're all big and freaking crazy and they beat the crap out of each other and they all have great matches so i don't really know the exact what it was when i was watching this maybe i feel like i've seen it already maybe or something or it's kind of hard to have drew and Seamus against each other you know just seeing how good they are together it's hard to kind of put it together here but it was all right. They signed it pretty easily, the two of them. And then, you know, you have Gunther coming out and kind of doing the same thing, kind of, I guess, maybe not complaining, but kind of complaining. And I I, I don't know, man. I, I can't get behind it. Like, I can't wait to see the actual match itself. Don't get me wrong. I can't wait. It's going to be freaking crazy. But all the, the lead up, I'm just not into. Um, I gave it a C plus. Okay. Um, yeah, this was the weirdest. Absolutely, Rick. Plug away. Um, yeah, I mean, you expect a contract signing to go bonkers because 95% of them do. Um, no, Seamus and Drew bantering back and forth. Um, Drew reminding Seamus, or no, Seamus reminding Drew that he brought him into this business or into the WWE. Um, Drew McIntyre basically saying, you know, what was it he said? I've beaten you. I know I can beat Gunther, and history suggests that you can't. You know, referring back to the matches that Drew McIntyre had. Um, and then Gunther coming down, and once again, quote-unquote complaining and, you know, wondering, wanting to know how this came about and then just signing the contract. It, I, I agree. It didn't do anything to increase my interest in, in seeing this match. Um, it's going to be hard-hitting, or as, as they, you know, as Drew and Sheamus say, it's going to be a banger. Um, but, yeah, this was pointless. It was... You know, if if you wanted to lead to what we're going to talk to next, to a match, then just have it lead to a match. Do something backstage. Don't waste time in the ring to do all this. Um, but yeah, I actually gave it a C-. minus. 
Okay. Uh, Rick says April 10th he will be interviewing legendary promoter Mario Savaldi. Oh, okay. All right, great. We're definitely going to have to check that out. Uh, Mario has been, uh, you know, tuning into our show in the past and uh, looking forward to a great interview. Rick does a great job and he has some legendary guests on. So definitely yes, looking forward to that. Yeah, this contract signing with me, I really didn't get much out of it because, you know, we know what the match is going to be. We know how it's going to happen. But Gunther is just, I mean, even I talked to DJ yesterday and he was like, did you see when he picked up that table? He damn near threw it in the front row. I mean, that was just something that, you know, Gunther is just better and better every time since he's come up to the main roster. And... I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was a good promo, good signing. That wasn't really, I mean, I, I expected a, a really knockdown drag out, you know, for the, um, with the promote, with the signing. You know, a lot of times the signings, they get a lot of, they get very physical sometimes. And, but I'm definitely looking forward to the, to this match, the triple threat. Uh, I gave it a B plus. Okay. Um, after the contracts were signed, sealed, and delivered, um, Butch lost control and attacked Gunther. And then Gunther started yelling at Adam Pierce immediately, saying, Make the match, make the match. And then they come back to a commercial break. Um, and Gunther is taking on Butch. Um, who's first on this one? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and this, you know, and I can only relate back to Gunther, but he's got to be, I mean, if you look at him, I mean, he's not cut, he's not built, he's not jacked, but the man has, has an intense amount of strength in him, and just the way he's able to do things... Um, and yes, I know that, that your opponent helps you, you know, competes, you know, complete some moves, but like when he does his power bomb, I mean, he just picks these guys up like it's a stuffed teddy bear, um, yeah. and then, fl and then slams them down like they're trying to kill a, a bee, um, with a roll of, of, of newspaper, um, and, you know, Butch, Pete Dunn, whatever you want to call him, Butch is, he's good in the ring. Um, he's one of these little, you know, overlooked kind of um, hidden gems that if he got a character change to go back to like his Pete Dunn type character and not this crazy psycho little gnat, I, I, I could definitely see him... Um, with a push to a to a mid level title easily, um, yeah, I, I like the match between the two of them. Um, I I actually like I said I didn't like the promos much, but ended up with a good match. I gave the match itself a B. All right, Carol says you are all very knowledgeable. Great show. Thanks. Well, thank you. Thank you, hon. Well, thank you, hon. <laughs> <laughs> what um, what'd you think? I I thought Pete, uh, well, I was calling him Pete Dunn, too. Uh, <clears throat> I thought Butch was holding his own there for a bit. I mean, he's, 
doing the joint manipulation with the fingers and but I mean he was just Gunther is just Gunther. I mean the man is solid. Like Greg said, you know, he's not very muscular, he's not ripped, but the man is strong as an ox and he's solid and I I see him becoming Intercontinental champion for, for a long time, quite a while. Becoming? Uh, you know, Rick, well, I mean, staying Intercontinental oh, okay. champion for a long time is what I meant to say, excuse me. Um, and Ridge Holland, you know, he's trying to get involved in everything. You know, stay out of it. I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed watching it. I, I gave it a B plus. Okay. Mr. 24-7. Definitely a good match. Um, Gunther is just unreal right now. You know, he to me, I I think of Cesaro when I when I when I watch him because to me that you know they're both just those very strong but not very strong looks. Although Cesaro was a little cut up, but anyway, you get the point. It was kind of like I see him a little bit, but that man's strong, man. Like like you said, Trip. I swear that that he almost went into the crowd. I'm like, holy, I really was like, oh my God, it's about to hit them. He was just, you know, that's how into it he was. So, you know, I wish he wouldn't complain so much, but all right, cool. I'm down with it. He came in here. He looked strong. Um, but he is great in the ring. He is. But I think what happened here was right, was correct how they did it. Um, that power slam, man. Oh. It looks like some of these guys are heads gonna freaking pop off when they hit the ground. Um, but yeah, strong win. I gave it a B also. Okay, and then we went to I guess what you can consider the main event of the night. Um, it was the KO show with his guest Sami Zayn, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Trivia. Oh, always, always great when these guys are on the mic, when these guys are in the ring. I thought it was pretty cool when, you know, with all the stuff that's been going on with KO and Sammy before this, you know, he brings him out and says, I want to introduce my friend, Sammy Zayn. And, you know, that kind of, that kind of was, you know, pretty cool when he said that. And then, you know, the guys just, they're just great on the mic. All four of them are. And, I mean, even if they didn't have a confrontation or didn't have a match, I can listen to these guys talk on the mic all day long. That's that's how good they all they all really are. And uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really a great promo. I gave it an A. Okay, Mister Twenty Four Seven. Yeah, to me it was it was it was great. Everything about all this whole storyline from the very beginning, everything about it is awesome. Seeing this. You know, how much haven't praised him in this in this promo. I mean, he did crap out of him. And it was deserved. Um, you know, the t-shirt, you know, WrestleMania, now that's what we got this year, WrestleMania. I like it, you know. Um, but it was really like the praise. How much KO was really thanking him, praising him, telling him how good you are. You're the end. You know, blah, blah, blah. So all that was great to see them just together on the ready to do this. I'm loving it, man. Uh, you know, let me get a hug. Kevin said, you're only about one a year. They did anyway. Um, and now we see the who's coming real quick. 
quick. Ba, 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 leave them. I liked it. I was okay with that. Because you figure they're going to beat each other up and, and, you know, pump up the match. Like all these other ones we keep talking about. It's like, eh, it's really making me want to see more. Always does. I always see more after this than I did here. Yeah. Um, I gave it an A. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I was a little wishy-washy about this KO show. Um, I mean, Kevin Owens came out and then he introduced Sammy to a big pop. Um, Sammy comes out and then, you know, he kind of, it, it reminded me a little bit of the Charlotte promo where, he sounded like he was coming off as a little bit of a heel. You know, saying, hey, you just wanted your own pop. I get it. They love you. You know, already showing a little, to me, maybe just a little bit of a hint of, I mean, everybody that Kevin Owens has ever been a tag team partner with, he's screwed over in the end. Um, yeah. It gives you that little that little thing just that, that sticks in the back of my head, at least, that makes me think, okay, whoa, wait a minute, What? where's all this happy and joy that we're expecting? Um, and I just didn't, I just didn't feel it in this promo. Yes, you know, the, the, the shirt, you know, the, you know, KO Mania on, on the back, and then on the front, WrestleZania was cool, Kevin Owens took off his sweatshirt and he had one, um, but was it me, or was the t-shirt they gave Sami Zayn a little small? <laughs> It looked yeah. like he struggled to get it on, like, you know, it was one size too small. Um, but then, you know, the users came out, like DJ said, just, you know, a couple little raps, and then, you know, Kevin Owens chases him after he gets a chair, and after getting, you know, double super kicked in the face. Um, it can, and a question for both of you guys, because I'm not 100% sure, why do they call what the the, well, quote-unquote, 3D, why do they call it the 1D? Is it because they're the ones? They're the ones, yeah. Instead of they're calling the ones, it the 3D? Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. <clears throat> um, you know, and they did that to Sami Zayn, and then that was it. Boop, boop, pop, it's over. Um, I don't know if they were, knew they were running short on time, so it just I just didn't get that same build-up and... and luster that I that I wanted to see. Um so I actually only gave this promo a B. I did like I said, it was just a little bit disappointing for me. I wanted more, expected more. Um because, you know in in essential this is the last SmackDown before WrestleMania weekend. You know, WrestleMania weekends basically Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You know, SmackDown the Raw. And it didn't didn't juice me up more for this match. Not that this match really can be any more juicy um, or oozy. Um, but, you know, like I said, I gave it a B. Um, so, yeah, okay. so overall SmackDown, uh, I mean... Before we do that... Oh, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> before we do that, I think it's probably worth talking about um, the little in-ring segment after the Cody match when Heyman, you know, kind of talking about, you know, I owe you an apology because she didn't announce your, you know, announce your 
win correctly and blah blah blah. And then he had his stuff. And, but the fact that you know, now he's got to fight solo, Cole's got to fight solo. Um, you know, and and the the, the whole you're not ready thing, being that he keeps saying that, it's almost kind of make gonna end up somehow winning for some reason. Mike, I don't know. question one is his is his audio breaking up on your end too? It? Yes it is. Okay. Sorry. I, I don't um, anybody out there that's tuning in if they're having trouble hearing DJ with the audio, let us know as well, please. Yeah. But um but being that Cody's gotta fight solo next week, right before, you know, make me a it kind of, I'm kind of, I want to see how this is going to go because it's going to, it's a, you know, something's got to happen here. So do you guys feel that, you know, this is worth watching, like not worth watching, but like, is this going to be good? Like, do we want to see this? Uh, um, I mean, at least it's happening on Raw, you know, you know, Cody Rhodes' show. Um, I am interested in seeing the match, but that whole, you're not ready, I mean, him saying that about Roman Reigns, he'll find out that he's, I mean, okay, Asuka, I mean, Cody Asuka, is that what we gotta call him now? I mean, come up, I mean, uh, whatever, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing Cody versus Solo. Okay, yeah, Carol said no trouble here, so I guess she didn't have any trouble hearing it, DJ. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I gave it a B. I mean, you know, there was a, a lot of good, there was some bad, you know, it's just a SmackDown before, I mean, SmackDown's been good for the last couple of weeks, you know, some of them better than others, but I just gave the whole show a B. <laughs> well, I thought we were just talking about this segment, not the whole show. Oh, yeah. Duh, duh. Sorry about that. Yeah, like I said, you know, I, I agree with you guys. I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing what Cody's going to bring with Solo. and It's just, uh, I think it's it's been a match. It's been a while. I mean, you know, what's going to happen? Is there going to be a lot of interference? Uh, I'm expecting it. What, yeah, so. in the match so, between Cody Rhodes and Solo? Yeah. You think there's going to be a lot of interference by who? By the Usos. I think we're going to okay. see the Usos get involved. And you got to move back over a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Okay, sorry. I That's think the right. Usos are going to get involved. You know, not right away. I think they're just going to, you know, come out to the ring and Cody's going to get distracted a bit. One solo, you know, drops him or gives him a kick or tries to give him the spike or something. Then the... Usos are going to run in, and it'll be a three-on-one, and so I'm definitely going to see what's going to happen with that. Okay. <clears throat> so now, overall thoughts of SmackDown, Mike. You you can go back and. Alrighty. My overall thoughts. I I thought it was a a, a decent show. I, mean, I thought it was a good show, not decent. I thought it was a good show. You know, like I said, there was some high spots, some low spots. Um, you know the. The thing with Mysterio at night, you know, it was kind of, it was kind of bad until the end when Ray dropped Dominic and accepted a challenge for WrestleMania. 
you know, the contract signing, I think, could have been a little better if there was a little more physicality in it. But I gave it a B overall. Okay. Um, DJ. I gave it a B I gave it a B. It was good, though. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, no, what the hell? I can't be right. Sorry, I'm just looking up something. Um... Yeah, according to what I did, I was just referring back to the solo Sokoa Cody Rhodes match. Um, and this actually has solo listed as having been in 23 matches this year and 14 losses. Wow. Now, now. This takes into consideration, I mean, live events. So it's very, very possible that he's losing a, a lot of matches on live events and not necessarily on Raw or SmackDown where we quote-unquote see him. But, you know, they're, they're talking about his undefeated streak, which proving the point. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, overall I gave SmackDown a B-. minus. Um, it was an above-average show. Um, it's just, you know, they say you can, you know, you can work for one hour a day and you can have five minutes that are just horrible and that ruins your whole day. Um, and that, that's kind of that, that women's tag team match and in the aftermath of the match with Shane and Ronda really prevented this from being just a top to bottom good show. Um, yeah. so yeah, that, that's overall, I gave it a B minus. All righty. All right. Well, that does uh, that finishes up our SmackDown recap for this week. And right now we're going to get to the favorite part, my favorite part of the show. We hope it's everybody else's as well. It's Nuggies News. So, Greg, take it away. All right. There's a couple little hits really quick here. Um, <coughs> it's being reported that due to... Um, Related costs for um, the sexual misconduct investigations that have had to go on. Vince McMahon has had to pay, quote-unquote, pay um, WWE $17.4 million to recoup money that has been spent by the corporation on Vince McMahon's behalf. Um, so just when you think this is all go has been swept under the carpet, um, somebody picked up the carpet and, you know, the wind came and started to blow some shit around again. Um, whether this is money paid back to WWE as restitution for the money that he paid as hush money, or if that came out of his own pocket, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but... That's what there um, is being reported. Um, other thing, and in a little other news, um, on the quote-unquote injury front, um, I know one of the names that we've been wondering where they've been, what's going on, where they've been, um, Alexa Bliss um, posted on her Twitter or Instagram, um, social media platforms, that she's been undergoing cancer treatment um, and had surgery um, to remove some skin cancer. Um, 
She had to have some piercings removed. A lot of it was on the left side of her face, right along her cheekbone, right along her cheek line, um, her chin line or whatever. And uh, she's almost all healed. So, and then she also did an appearance on The Masked Singer on Fox, where she was the quote-unquote losing singer. Um, so, that, that, that's what, wake up, Trip. Um, that's what's been going on with Alexa Bliss. Um, pulled up an article that says, um, WrestleMania 39, mo matches most likely to steal the show. Um, so they have a list of matches here from that are going to be WrestleMania. They have four matches, and agree, disagree as to these matches. Um, and then after you hear the matches of the four matches, which one of those four do you think is going to be the best of the four? All right. The first one they list: Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. possibly steal the show. I see it as a closer for night one. Um, so I think there's a good possibility that this match could steal the show. There's quite a bit of animosity between the two. So you know they're going to be going at it right from the start of the, right from the bell. So I think it's possible. Yeah, I agree. Okay. DJ. I also agree. Definitely could steal the show. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. Um, this does have the makings of, of a show stealer and a lot of it does have to do with last week's, um, physical altercation between the two where, I mean, they had to be separated by more security guards and, and whatever and referees than, you know, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley that one time. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, what was that? Definitely one of the better brawls yeah. that we've seen. Yes, absolutely. The next match day list is Asuka versus Bianca Belair. Do you take this one? It's kind of tough because me, like, I guess in my mind, coming into this match, I don't, I'm not really excited for it. Like, I like, I'm liking Asuka, kind of. Maybe more of her look, the crap she's doing. But so I don't know. I think way more. There's other passes on here that will steal the show over this. So I'll disagree. Okay, Mike. Yeah, I disagree as well. I don't think this is going to be a show stealing match. Honestly, in my opinion, I think it's going to be a decent match. I'm kind of. I'm kind of on the. On the fence now with this Bianca Belair thing. I mean, I think it's about time we had a new champion and, you know, to take it from there. So I don't think it's going to be a show stealer. I disagree. Okay. And I, I well, I agree about disagreeing. Um, I, I don't, I don't think this is going to be a show stealer. Um, I mean, yes, Asuka is, is excellent ring, but I mean, Bianca Belair is a two trick pony. She's a, she's a powerhouse. Um, she doesn't do. Yeah, she does some acrobatic-looking things or aerobatic, whatever um, stuff. You know, with her tumbles and her flips and stuff like that. 
but she doesn't have a lot of good wrestling moves. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think this could even closely being considered a show stealer. Next one, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Gunther. Yeah, I think this has the possibility of being a show stealer. I agree. This is going to be a really, I believe it's going to be a really good match. And I just think that the three guys are just going to go out there and beat the shit out of each other. And whoever wants it more is going to is going to get the title. So I think this could be a show stealer. Okay. I agree. <clears throat> Mr. 24-7. I 100% agree. Um, this is going to be, like you said earlier, up back. It is. Uh, no matter who wins, no matter how it goes, it's going to be crazy. It's 100%. Um, I I totally agree. I mean, from the moment that that the thought came up that this match was going to happen, I've been. I mean, I I've, I've said that you know what. Although we know what the first match of WrestleMania is going to be, I always I said this would be a perfect match to kick off WrestleMania weekend and set the bar so high that every other match on that night would have trouble meeting it. So I definitely think this can be the show stealer. Um, and then the last one they list is Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. DJ, what do you think? I, I got to agree with it. That this is going to be one. We've already seen a lot of from Logan. And being that he's not been around a while, I think people will look at it a little bit. You know, a couple of good moves, a couple of moves, definitely, definitely end up on the show. So I'll agree with this one. Okay, Jimmy? I, I don't. I, I disagree. I don't think this is, uh, is going to be a show stealer. <laughs> I mean, it's Seth Rollins, yeah. I mean, if it, I think if it was Seth Rollins against anybody else, I would say it's it would be a show stealer. But I'm still not sold. But even though he's a great match again. Roman Reigns, I still not sold on Logan Paul, so I have to disagree. Um, well, I will agree and disagree. I mean, I agree with DJ and disagree with trivia. Um, I look back at what Logan Paul has done in his limited time in the WWE. I mean, his match with Roman. Him and Ricochet colliding in in the Royal Rumble like that. I mean, Logan Paul has it. It's not easy to just have it, but he's athletic. He can do things in the ring that regular everyday wrestlers can't do. Um, so I think this does have the potential to be a show stealer. Of the four, which one of those four matches? would most likely be the best choice for a show stealer. Or is there another match on the card, obviously other than Cody and, and Roman, that missed this list? I'm going to go off the list and say I think one of the matches that really has the potential to steal the show is the tag team title match. Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos. 
I mean, they have really had a great storyline. They've done a great job with this, promoting it and everything. And I really think that would be the sleeper show stealer for me. Okay. DJ? I got to agree. Um, I think I think the world is creating is becoming that championship pop, that championship, you know, celebrating championship, no matter what it is. And I think we're going to feel at least what it's going to be. I think I'll go Charlotte and Rhea. They're really doing a good job. I think I'll go with Okay. Um, I mean, of the four, I, 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 I'm thinking that the show stealer of the four um, could be the triple threat match. Because, I mean, the way I look at it is it's, yeah, it's a triple threat match, but it's a three-on-two. There, there's, you know, a three-on-one-on-one, on one, I should say. Um, because you, you've got to assume that Imperium's going to come down to the ring with Gunther. Well, actually, no, then you're throwing Ridge Holland and, and Butch, I think Drew McIntyre's be left out on an island. I could see him getting the shit kicked out of him by all four, but what I think that's going to make this match even more interesting because of the extracurricular activities that could happen. <clears throat> but I, I will agree with trivia. The match this week, well, yeah, this coming weekend, WrestleMania weekend, that I'm most looking forward to seeing is a tag team title match. Um, okay. and that's Snuggie's news. All righty. Well, first of all, before I talk about my indie reports, the Top Rope Report would like to send out a very big congratulations to the brand new PAPW champion, Hunter Tarka, defeated Chris Battle last night at the, um, hmm. retaliation show in East Haven. Uh, we know that Hunter Tarka was part of the Battle Academy, and the Battle Academy has kind of drifted off in separate ways now. So congratulations goes out to, uh, to Hunter Tarka, who is the brand-new PAPW champion. We wish him the best of luck in this title run. A um, couple of indie shows. I've said these before, and I'm going to be repeating them again until the shows are over. April 22nd is Tough and Talented Wrestling. Uh, in Torrington, the doors open at 5.30 p.m. Bell time is at 6 o'clock. Tickets are $25 for front row, $15 for general admission. Some of the matches that are on, on tap are the two GW title, which is Elijah Six versus Little Greatness versus Stevie Legend. Stevie Legend was the inaugural Big Jim Anderson winner. Clipper Jones versus Landon Hale. Stepdads versus Hustle and Muscle. Delilah Hayden versus Brianna Black. Bull Dread versus Brute Van Slyke. A special challenge match is Ryan Frost versus Randy Sean. So you definitely want to check out Tough and Talented Wrestling, April 22nd in Torrington, Connecticut. Doors open at 5.30. Another show on, on tap will be April 28th. Coliseum Pro Wrestling presents Appetite or Opportunity for Success 2. That will be at the Elks Lodge at 265 Main Street, West Haven, Connecticut. 
the main event that night will be the CPW Championship match with champion Chris Battle going against Bobby Buffet. Tickets will be general admission, $20. The doors open at 7 p.m. Bell time is at 7.30. Now, in this guy's opinion, and Greg, you've seen him wrestle as well as I have, in the independent wrestling scene, if you beat Chris Battle, you've beaten a tremendous wrestler. Because Chris Battle has been in the independent wrestling business for quite a while. He's a great talent. He's known as the Red Lion. And if you beat this guy, then you've accomplished something on the indie wrestling scene. So that's my indie report. Only the two shows. We're going to have a couple more coming up in the upcoming weeks. But now we're six days away from the showcase of the Immortals, WrestleMania. Can't wait. This is going to be something great. There's, what, 12 matches, I think, or 13 matches? 13 matches total. Um, 13 matches total. Right. And three matches um, have been officially announced on what nights they're going to be on. Um, Excuse me. As announced on SmackDown this past Friday night, the opening match on Saturday will be John Cena defending or, or attempting to defeat Austin Theory for the United States Championship, and then Seth freaking Rollins takes on Logan Paul. Obviously, night two has already been confirmed that Roman Reigns will defend his undisputed WWE Universal Championship against Cody Rhodes. The other ten matches, I'll go down really quickly. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's title. Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the Raw Women's title. <sighs> Gets tougher and tougher every time I say it. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. <laughs> um, Gunther defending against his IC title against Sheamus and against Drew McIntyre. The six-woman tag match. Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch taking on Damage Control, which is Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Edge taking on Finn Balor, and we should find out on Monday as to whether it's going to be Finn Balor or the Demon in a Hell in a Cell match. Um, the men's entire Fatal 4-Way um, tag team match has been declared. <coughs> Nobody had to compete to get in it. They just threw these four teams in it. It's Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Street Profits of Angela Dawkins and Montez Ford versus the Alpha Academy, which is Chad Gable and Otis versus the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar. Um, the women's WrestleMania showcase match has Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, and one team to be announced. We have the SmackDown, oh, sorry, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and then as we spoke about, Rey Mysterio will be taking on his son, Dominic. So that's a total of 13 matches. Um, two things. Do we think that's it? Do we think they're going six one night, seven another night? Um, and who do we think is going to be the last 
remaining competitors to fill out the card totally um, in the women's tag match? Uh, I would say they'll probably go six one night, seven the next. Um, the last two remaining competitors, I talked to Greg yesterday. I tend to agree with his choice. Now thinking about it, you know, Carmella and uh, Chelsea Green, I believe, was the other one he picked. Uh, I believe they're they're going to be the tag team to round out those four. So uh, I think that's the way they're going to go with it. So I think it's going to be six one night, seven the next. Steve? I mean, I don't know. I mean, other than, yeah, I mean, you did pitch a good idea, you know, for another match. Um, but, I mean, I think I think the, the 14th match was going to be Bobby Lashley-Bray Wyatt. Um, there's something going on with Bray Wyatt once again. Um, they say he has some physical injury. What that is... It has been reported. I can't find it anywhere. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I feel bad for Bobby Lashley. He goes from being in a prestigious match at WrestleMania um, to being an also-ran in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on SmackDown. So I, I, I don't know what else they could add that would make it interesting. I mean, I did read um, um, an article where it states that LA Knight, because The Miz is the host and has some pull, um, he's going to do a Miz TV. Um, once again, this is nothing confirmed. This isn't WWE saying this. Where L.A. Knight will be his guest, because you have to have L.A. Knight, yeah, um, at WrestleMania in L.A., and then he then gets confronted by Stone Cold Steve Austin, and we have a yeah versus what moment, and then Stone Cold gives him a stunner and leaves. <coughs> so, I mean, not not that Kevin Owens needed to get over, but Kevin Owens was kind of at a a stalemate last year, really not much going on, and then they had a fantastic moment with Stone Cold, so, you know, we'll have to see what happens. Um, but, it, yeah, like I said to Trivia um, the other day, I think the last tag team in that match will be Carmel and Chelsea Green, and 
Alrighty. I wouldn't be surprised if they were the ones that won it. Okay. Yeah, the thing with LA Knight Stone Cold, I mean, that would be a huge pop for Stone Cold. I mean, no matter how long he's been away from the business or what, the minute right. you hear that glass, that's your ass. Yep. And he, you know he's going to get a huge pop. So... But, yeah, you know, also, Greg, our prediction show. Yes. Um, oh, you guys are going to so I was going to bring up. A full couple of days of Top Rope Report here. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, we'll be doing our regular show Wednesday, Thursday um, this week, and then we're doing our prediction show. Um, right now, once again, of the 13 advertised matches, only two, ma- only two, three matches have been designated for night one or night two. In the event that, and I, I mean, well, okay, I'll say that afterwards. In the event that they don't designate every match for their designated nights, on Saturday, we'll do, we'll just predict every match of the card. That way, no matter what night it happens on, we have the predictions. Now, the extras that we do like first match yeah we'll have to designate well saturday it'll be what the second match is and then sunday we have to predict what the first match would be because that's just those are just bonus points you know um and then same thing with our, our unadvertised surprises one for night one one for night two um and then once again our time bonuses are specific to a match doesn't matter when they happen so I think that's the way we're going to do it. Um, but looking at, I mean, WrestleManias, I mean, we're, we're talking, you know, six days. And we don't know what nights, just, just, think, just think if you spent $1,500 on tickets for you and your, your wife and your two kids uh, on a WrestleMania package, but you chose night one. Right now, you're, you're going... And you only know two matches that you're going to see. You know, you're purchasing something for what you don't know. It's like going to a movie theater and saying, okay, here, I'm giving you, you know, 12 bucks. Just give me a movie ticket to whatever movie you want. You know, what if if your kid is a, uh, your daughter is a diehard Bianca Belair fan or Becky Lynch and you buy tickets for night two, and they're on night one, and they're devastated. You know, it's not really not fair to the WWE fans. I mean, I could care less. I'm watching both nights anyways, but I'm doing it from, you know, my home on my TV. These people are spending thousands of dollars, potentially, to go to WrestleMania. They don't know what they're getting. Yep, that's very true. So, the WWE is going to, you know, it's, it's WrestleMania. I mean, it's it's the Super Bowl of wrestling. It's, you know, it's a two-night event. I really think that uh, Monday, tomorrow night for Raw, in my opinion, I really think Monday night for Raw, they'll give us the complete rundown of night one. And then Friday night SmackDown, they'll give us the complete rundown of night two. Well, because like Greg said, you know that's only fair. I mean, if, you don't if, want to spend all kinds of money. 
if they give us a complete rundown for night one, by process of elimination, we'll know the complete rundown for night two. Yep. Yeah. But sometimes they'll probably, um, they'll just probably announce it anyway because some people, such as, you know, trivia sometimes, doesn't really pay attention. And, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, like you said, you know, we got our prediction show coming up on Saturday. All four of us, or five of us rather. Yep. One, two, yeah, five of us will be, uh, you know, coming on the show, making our predictions. And uh, I'm just looking forward to WrestleMania. You know, they call it the showcase of the immortals. And I'm just really looking forward to it. I get to watch it with my best friend, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. And um, I don't know if you guys had mentioned it yet, you know, because I, I don't know if DJ mentioned it because I've been his uh, audio has been in and out a little bit on the show. But this Friday night on SmackDown, we're having an Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Do you guys have a, a pick on who do you think is going to be your winner? Are you going to go with mm. an obvious one? Well, me, I think the obvious one for me would be Bobby Lashley. Well, I, I don't know who's in it. I mean, I saw nine. I mean, I know there was a um, a picture somewhere with 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 competitors, but I only know a list of nine people. And if they're doing a Andre Giant Battle Royal of nine people, then you know that that's right. stupid. But yep, I mean. I could honestly, I could care less who wins it because it means nothing. I mean, you get a fake trophy. I mean, that's all yeah, you get. Neighbor, doesn't right. mean anything. Doesn't mean a guaranteed title shot down the road, which is what it should. Yeah. I mean, I think you should have a match like that that says, you know what? I know you have your R Rumble and it's a guaranteed championship shot, but if you're gonna do this battle royal, give it meaning. Um, but without knowing who's in it, I'm going to say the winner, it's not going to be Bobby Lashley, I'm going to say the winner is going to be a wrestler returning back from injury, R-Truth. <laughs> <laughs> You never going to come down to three people. Bronson Reed, Bobby Lashley, and Top Dollar. And Top Dollar is going to eliminate the other two to win. (laughs) No, but knowing that, actually knowing that Bronson Reed's in it with the push that he's been getting a little bit here, 
uh, he could be a valuable challenger because I mean it's never really ever any big name guy. It's usually some mid card level type person. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll unofficially go with Bronson Reed as my pick. Okay. So. And I'll stick with my Bobby Lashley pick. What about you, uh, DJ? Yeah, I'm going with, with what I said, that there, it will be both. And this would be a good time for, you know, like with Greg said, picking Bronson Reed, this would be a good time to, you know, maybe show the WWE Universe and the, the bookers exactly, you know, how well he can do and, you know, maybe they'll do something with him. Hey, Drew, thanks for tuning in. Showing up here at the end of the show, but he at least shows up. I love that. Um, so, yeah, you know, like I said, WrestleMania, six days away. Definitely looking forward to it. It's going to be a great show. Uh, tomorrow night on Raw, like we said, there's going to be... Uh, um, Cody Rhodes versus Solo. I believe there's going to probably there's going to be an altercation or a, a face to face, face to chest, as Greg would say. Um, meeting with Drew, with um, Rey Mysterio and Dominic. I guess unless that's after WrestleMania, but I know they're going to be what uh, doing something tomorrow night on Raw. Dominic and Rey Mysterio. I thought I thought that's what I read. Unless I read it's going to be after tonight after WrestleMania. When they talk about no, the, never, oh wait a minute, no, that's that's at WrestleMania where uh, he, the, he, he mentioned the, Eddie in his speech and everything. But we'll have to see what they're going to do on Raw tomorrow night. He, he was and uh, but the, to my knowledge, the only thing I know is Solo versus Cody Rhodes for Monday Night Raw. And yeah, I haven't seen anything. Go ahead. Uh, if they had a 14th match, do you think it'll be from Raw? And how many do they, how many matches do they have from SmackDown? How many do they have from Raw for both nights? Uh, let me check that real quick. We've got... Drew says LA Knight wins Battle Royal. Not a bad pick. One, one, one. That's two... Well, I, I mean, like, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, that's one from each. I know the four-man tag team, that's two teams from each. Um, Brock and Omos, it's... So, hold on. I'm at, let's see, Raw 1, 2, 3, SmackDown 3, 1, 4, 1, 4, 2, 5, 2, 6, 2, 6, 3, mixed, mixed, mixed. So, of the nine matches, six are solely dedicated to Raw, three are solely dedicated to SmackDown, and then they have the mixtures of matches, obviously Roman, Cody, um, yeah. Dominic and Ray. And then the other one was, well, the tag team match, the right. men's. So they're going pretty heavy on Raw for, for WrestleMania. 
Well, I mean, it. You have a larger roster on Raw than SmackDown. Yep, you got more. You got more chances. More. Right. More. And and like in the men's tag team match, the Usos and Sammy are SmackDown wrestlers, but Kevin Owens is a Raw wrestler, so that makes that you know, so three to one. Um, right. SmackDown. So. Yeah. So. Anyway. So anybody else got anything anything to add? Yeah, like you said, we got um, a prediction show coming up Saturday. We have another well, we have another show on Wednesday. Our prediction show coming up on Saturday. Yep. And uh I mentioned something about our prediction show and somebody applauded in the hallway, so they must be uh interested in watching it. But yeah, so I think WrestleMania is going to be a, a a really good show. I'm hoping, you know, that you know we're not disappointed. Like we said, we know that they're going to start off night one with with the match with what well, we, we already know the match they're going to start off with on night one, which John Cena Austin Theory. Um, so, oh, Drew, I hope you're okay, buddy. Get some rest. And, uh, but what do you guys think about starting off that match for night one? You guys think they could have gone a little bit better, or is John Cena Austin Theory the match to go with the first night? Well, I think, yeah, I'm all right with it because I think John Cena, um, is is perfect for opening up night one. I mean, he could be going in there to, to wrestle with a broom. Um, and I think the crowd would still go nuts for John Cena. So I, I, I have no problem. Um, and with this being quote unquote, WrestleMania goes to Hollywood. I mean, John Cena is the closest element of Hollywood that we're going to see in, in, in the entire WrestleMania weekend. There's very, 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 very little bit of Hollywood in this WrestleMania that they've been promoting. It, you know, goes to Hollywood. There's, there's really very, once again, very little Hollywood involved. <coughs> I wouldn't say that. Oh, I mean, well, I've always enjoyed it. Well, I'm like not it, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, have I enjoyed WrestleManias? Yes, but have there been several WrestleManias where I've been disappointed? Absolutely. Okay. Drew says, "Sorry, I missed the beginning. I look forward to seeing you guys at the show." Well, thank you, Drew. We look forward to seeing you on there. You know. So, but anyway. Yeah, so that's, uh, you know, like I said, if there's anything else you guys want to add about WrestleMania, the weekend, the prediction show, anything, you know, let's let's talk about it. No, nothing else that I would refer to now that I wouldn't be able to refer to on Wednesday. Okay. All so right. maybe, maybe by then we'll have a finalized um, 
Hall of Fame um, induction class. And then who knows? Maybe by Wednesday we'll have a better idea of what night matches are on. Right. All right. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in for questions and comments. So we've come to the end of another edition of the Top Rope Report. So on behalf of the Nugster Greg and Mr. 24-7, the Steel Usher is Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying thank you all for tuning in and we'll catch us on Wednesday.